0: This week on Inside
1: Motorsport, Tony Whitlock is across the ditch and looking at the Toyota Racing Series. I hope you'll stay with us.
0: Welcome to Inside Motorsport. I'm in Highlands Park here with Nico, he's known as, but I don't know how to pronounce your surname. Keol. Okay, he is the operations manager for the Toyota Race Series. Started here October 17th. Yep. Been to New Zealand yep. ten years earlier. Yep. A1GP. Exactly. You're an engineer by training, so you use the discipline of engineering to make this series click. Do you? Sure. It, it's interesting for somebody such as yourself to move to New Zealand. I mean, obviously the attraction is this series. Yeah, this,
1: it was a combination of the country itself and the series, because the series is very intense and it's quite a very interesting series to work for. And, and New Zealand is a pretty nice country, so it's, it was the right combination of having the two benefit of being based in New Zealand, linked to motor sports, and be able to work for Toyota for such a great series.
0: You have a very intense period now. I mean, it, it, this is a, the second week of operation sort of thing for you at full tilt, and now another five weeks for Getting ready for this, because you're now showing your third new chassis in the series, must be a lot getting ready for
1: it to be here. Yeah, it was it was a big challenge when we decided uh, last year just to move for the next generation of cars, which is leading to new chassis, new engine. So it was a lot of work has been done just to develop the cars on time, work closely with Tatus for developing the chassis and our, preparing our engines and make all the testing in Italy in July, in August, and then keep going on the testing in September, October, November in the, in New Zealand just to to learn more about that car, and then obviously preparing 20 cars to be ready for the first round. So it was pretty yeah. tight challenge, but uh, yeah. we'll manage it. Your
0: third chassis, they've all been Tata chassis. Yes. Obviously, they work well, and they've used it universally in this fact this chassis is used differently but with different engines in different series now that's a, a real attraction for this series isn't
1: it yeah exactly it's, as the world of motorsport is getting more and more hard for the drivers to gather the budget so they're really looking for more relevance and the first two chassis the ft40 the ft50 were unique to new zealand which was positive in a way but negative in, in another in another point but now we need with the FT60, we have exactly the same chassis even the four championships around the world, at like the Formula Renault EuroCup, the Formula Regional, the W Series and the F3 Asia is using the same chassis. So it makes a easier choice for the drivers to see when they want to have extra training. But it would be exactly the same car, just a different engine from what they would be running in their main season. So it makes the series even more relevant for them just to come and race over the, their winter break just to get ready for their season.
0: Keeping your engineers head on for a minute, Um, We've got a number of drivers here, Liam Lawson probably the most noted of them, having been the previous champion, (laughs) but a number of others who've raced here before, if not in the 40, certainly in the 50 chassis. Um, What is their feedback so far on the new car in comparison?
1: Uh, it's, It's now more in line with what they'll be driving in Europe. Right. Obviously, with that is a bit of an extra weight from the FT60 to the previous car because of all the safety features that have been yes. added to the car just to add more protection to the drivers. Just to, That was the main concern and, and the main focus on the FIA. And tattoos for the next upgrade was really just to give more protection to the drivers. So that leads to um, 100 kilos more on the car. But it's a bit hard. It's a bit ho- price. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just to, to give more safety for the drivers.
0: It's an unfortunate thing you've already had... Uh, two fairly major accidents and a clear demonstration that the new car is safe. Yes, yeah,
1: totally. the drivers were able to walk away from, from those big crashes and that's a that's a really good proof that uh, the grade is really good for the safety of the drivers.
0: Okay, let's just talk about those two drivers yesterday. They both hit the very fast wall coming onto the main street. Tell us about maybe what happened in those, those crashes.
1: Uh, just the, the first one from Mori just lost a little bit on the on the exit of uh, of the of the corner and just hit the wall and then uh, jose blanco was just behind was no way he could he could he could avoid and he tried to avoid but by avoiding it it just slid into him
0: yeah like sucked it in yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. all right and and the the tubs on both those cars will be repaired if not for this weekend certainly the yeah,
1: yeah, the, the Amoris car didn't sustain any damage on, on the
0: chassis, um, the one from uh, Jose gets a little bit damaged but we will assess it with being repairable. It, it, it's a sad indictment I suppose, I mean I, I worked through, wanted to be a cover race engineer I suppose and a mechanic back in the 70s and late 60s and I had sand down in the 5000. And much as uh, you, you don't wish for a second to see cars crashing, particularly open wheelers, fast open wheelers, um, but it was so good to see that uh, Alex Davison, uh, after contact with Matthew Brabham, the car was safe and it was really just a bolt-on sort of thing, yeah, well, yeah, that's... which was fantastic. Um, there are a number of things that, whether you instigated or whether you've put in place. First of all is the chassis obviously that's an attraction for Europeans. Secondly is the super license. Yes. Now uh, you know there are a lot of people very envious in the world sort of going wow you know sort of thing. It is a real attraction isn't it for these young guys average age of 18 here this year um, to come here and be on their path.
1: Yeah exactly it's just a, a good preparation for them and is it's getting harder and harder to get up to the top mm-hmm. and be able to have some time to prepare the season, and be able as well to get some super license points. is is good for them, I and mean, is is a good thing for to you New Zealand and the Castrol Toyota Racing series just to be recognized by the FIA, been been included in the super license last year, and now with the new upgrade we get more safety, and so the FIA decided just to upgrade our our points, and we get now 10 points for the winner.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now, you've you you'd been to New Zealand with the Swiss A1 GP. You've experienced Tarpo a couple of times. We're not back there again this year. Um, it's an interesting blend of, actually, tracks because you've got the very traditional in Teratoga and Pukekohe. Manfield, I suppose, fits somewhere in between Hampton and Ireland sort of thing. It's It's got all the latest facilities. Um, there is an interesting blend of tracks there, isn't there now? Yep. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's the New Zealand's... Motorsports um, is pretty good on that. It's such a small country, but yeah. there are so many different tracks, and yeah. each track has definitely its own characteristic. Like You won't find exactly the, exactly the same corner or whatever from all those nine tracks, so it's, each track has really a proper character and, and identity. So it's, it's interesting as well for the drivers to go through all these kind of tracks because at the end, when they the five the five tracks here, be almost ready for any kind of corners we will find anywhere else in Europe. So it's, it's a good for, for New Zealand motorsport and it's good for those drivers just to be able to experience such different layouts and, uh, and characteristics.
0: One of the things that's unique about TRS, well, from my perspective, certainly in Australian motorsport, is the uh, way in which it's structured with the teams. Now, um, I mean you went on a real expedition this is your third series yep. and l- looking at the entry I'd have to say it's the best there's ever been in, in TRS it does look like you know there's a, there's a really high quality you had a dip in 18 in the, in the number of cars and things like that so there was a real to go out and to improve the, not only the, the numbers but also the quality was there you know in Europe? Yeah, the, the, the first
1: season, the 2018 season was a bit high because coming into into the role in October it's only three months before the start of the season and at that stage there was no driver signed, so it was a bit of a, of a rush to find to find the drivers so we started low on, on the numbers with uh, 12 and 13 cars really for, for the season but um, the help of the super license and with the help as well from the success of the previous drivers like Lando Norris and Lance Stroll making up to F1 so really put the light on the series and the quality of the series and I say the bonus on the super license points for 2019 just brought a bit more drivers and now another step with the new car and an upgrade on the super license points makes even more attractive and what we managed to do is just to put the local teams in, in in partnership with teams in Europe. So it gets give the teams from New Zealand a better visibility in Europe and yep. they 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 are basically the the agents in, in the Europe for, for the main market. That's why having the team like Race G P which is a successful team in
0: yeah.
1: in the, in Europe and the in the MP motorsport as well in, in, in some in some aspects been involved. It's it's really great to have those teams considering TRS just to prepare their drivers because it's not only a technical partnership they're doing with other uh, with team from New Zealand and Australia but it's as well they're bringing their drivers so they see really a value of other championships so it's, it's a great thing that IRS series get recognised in Europe as a good preparation for, for their season.
0: Yeah, are you aware of other countries where they run this sort of format, where you've got four teams they're your customers? Yes, they're your yeah. principal customers, and then they sublease and sublet and all that sort of thing. It, it seems to work very well. Yes, yeah. That is I think this
1: this one is pretty really unique format. All, all over the world, is not really a series existing which which operate on 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 the same way. So it's that's what makes the Castro Castrol Tour Everything series really a unique unique championship in the world for the winter in the time
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm very glad that uh, Jackson Wall is back for his second go at it. Yep. Um, it's a pity there's only one Australian. Yep. Thomas Randall's become a good friend of mine, and I, I didn't know him at the time when he won the championship here. And it, it's sad. I mean, Australia's only now trying to get some proper open-wheel racing going. I mean, that's what I love, racing. Yep. Uh, I, I grew up loving English Formula 3 or European Formula 3 back in the, in the 60s. But... Uh, um, It it must give you great Philip, when you do go to Europe and you start talking, and now that they're just so across the back, 16 years of this, and what's your expectation for this year? Just good close racing?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it looks like, and we have a very good bunch of good drivers and they split between the four teams, so it looks like even the qualifying, which is going to be in less than an hour, it looks like interesting because it's at least... uh, Five, six, seven drivers able to fight for Paul and they are from three different teams, so it's going to be exciting and, and I hope that it will be a close fight for, for the whole duration of those five weeks and it will be quite an interesting championship.
0: All right, well, we look forward to covering our first TRS and uh, catching up with you through the series. Thank yep. you very much. No
1: problem, thank you. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling Inside Motorsport now. is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.